Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Warning. The following broadcast is the most passionate, high-energy, controversial show in American radio history. Please buckle up and hold on. This station is not responsible for injuries. This is Wayne Allen Root, raw and unfiltered, starring America's most fiery, dynamic, relentless Trump warrior, capitalist evangelist, and conservative rock star. Now, let's go to war with Wayne Allen Root. All right, Wayne Allen Root, the root, the root, the root's on fire. By the way, one of our uh, leading flagship stations is KBAT in Las Vegas. We are off the air at the moment. Problems with the uh, transmitter site. Hopefully we'll get back on during the show. If not, certainly by tomorrow. But our streaming is working, so hopefully you're listening to me on the streaming of KBAT or the streaming of USARadio.com. Just go to USARadio.com and click on the top where it says Listen Live Now. And you've got Wayne Root streamed for the entire three hours. You can do the same thing at KBET, uh, which is seven. What is KBET's website? 790talknow.com, I believe. 790talknow.com. But the, and that's working just fine. But the actual station itself is off the air at the moment, having some problems with uh, the transmitter site. Uh, it's, it happened all weekend long. And they had it back on the air for a few minutes this morning, and then it broke again. Uh, the Biden White House is outraged after Burmese military arrests the country's leaders over alleged November voter fraud. I mean, that's the funniest news story of the year. Do you know how nervous Democrats must be? That the Burmese military arrests the country's leaders and declares basically martial law for the next year? That must make Democrats very nervous because they know what happened here. Everybody knows what happened here. I spent the whole weekend. I don't think I know one person who's a Republican who calls themselves a Republican who voted for Trump who doesn't believe the election was stolen. I don't think I've ever met one. But I sure did meet a lot of people over the weekend who were liberals. Nah, bah, humbug. There was no stolen election. You're all liars. And I just spent the whole weekend debating them, and they're just a waste of time. Anybody who doesn't believe the election was stolen is a complete idiot. Or you're just delusional, and you just don't want to admit that your guy lost and, and you stole it. It was just a complete steal. And their answer is always the same. Oh, yeah, the judges, the judge. First of all, 90 percent of the judges that ruled were Obama judges. That's number one. They were all Obama judges, liberal judges. And then number two, the ones who were who were, quote unquote, Trump judges uh, played the same game as the other 90 percent who were liberal judges. They don't want to get involved in elections. They don't want to overturn election results. They're scared to death. And they're not only scared of, you know, hurting themselves 
and looking like a fool and destroying their legacy, that's not even the main reason. They're scared to death because liberals are so damn intimidating that they make it clear if you were to overturn an entire election result and hand over a state to Trump or hand the country to Trump, your kids will never enjoy a peaceful moment for the rest of their lives in school. Your wife will never be able to go shopping. You'll never be able to go out to dinner again. It's a, it's the same reason there were no good lawyers. Trump couldn't find any lawyers to represent him. I mean, it was down to Lynn Wood and, and Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani. There was nobody else because every law firm in the country was told if you represent Trump, you'll get no government business. You'll get no government contracts. Biden will come after you. You'll get nothing. So all the lawyers backed out. It's the same reason the judges backed out. So it's so easy to say, oh, yeah, the judges. If you guys had a case, the judge. No, there wasn't a single judge in America who actually looked at the actual case outside of Wisconsin. And I didn't know that. So we had a great guest on our show uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he's a top lawyer. And I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, I cannot remember his name, but he's one of the top lawyers in this country. And uh, and we love having him on the show. And I, God, I'm drawing a total blank. But he's one of Trump's top lawyers. And he reported how Wisconsin was the only state where the actual, I believe it was the Wisconsin Supreme Court, looked at the case and their basic decision was, yes, there was a lot of voter fraud. Yes, we agree this is fraud. Yes, we agree this is fraud. Yes, we agree that's fraud. Yes, there's four or five different frauds. Uh, doesn't look good, but we're not going to overturn an election. We don't want to be involved in it. And that was their decision. So that's the only one in the country that actually looked at the fraud. Everybody else knocked the case out without ever looking at the fraud. But here in, in the, the, le- the leaders of Myanmar, Burma, were arrested by the nation's military for committing massive voter fraud during the November 2020 elections. Myanmar state contr- uh, councilor and president were both arrested in morning raids today by the nation's armed forces after widespread allegations they had committed election fraud. The Army alleged the recent landslide election win was marred by fraud. And uh, they, they arrested the people that were involved in the fraud. And the Joe Biden White House was outraged that the military would take over based on voter fraud allegations from November. Boy, that must scare the bejesus out of them. Talk about the pot calling the kettle black. They're telling Myanmar, Burma, Burma, you have no right to overturn a stolen election. Well, I get it. I get why Democrats would say that. Pot calling the kettle black. And just to follow up on that story, this regime, this Biden regime, obviously fears the people because busloads of National Guard troops are still arriving in D.C. This, this is not an old news piece from two weeks ago in the inauguration. It's from now. You know, what was the inauguration? Wasn't it the 20th, January 20th? Today's February 1st. Why are busloads of National Guard troops still arriving in D.C.? And why are they deciding to make the, the uh, wall around the Capitol permanent with armed soldiers? <clears throat> More than 20,000 National Guard troops were called to D.C. to protect Joe Biden's inauguration on January 20th. And then they left them in a cold parking garage in the dead of winter. But now they're going to remain in D.C. till March as the Democrats persecute Trump with a second impeachment trial. But this bodes the question. My gut is sick. Something's really wrong. Our country's been taken over. It's a coup. They stole the election. Now they're declaring you're not allowed to say they stole the election. If you say they stole the election, you're a domestic terrorist. 
It's the sickest stuff I've ever heard. It's Nazi. It's Stalin. It's Soviet Gulag. It's East German Stasi. Censorship. This country is in so much trouble. But the military presence in Washington tells me something more is afoot. And there's got to be something that Biden is planning to do, like go door to door and take our guns. Go door to door and take us to concentration camps, re-education camps. Something is wrong why they need so much military in Washington. I, I understand their original excuse. I get it. Involving the inauguration. But there's no reason now why they'd be there till March and why more troops are arriving. Something is very wrong. And Biden's planning something very, very bad, in my opinion. Very, very bad. I mean, look at the executive orders. They might as well be a, they're a combination of Nazi executive orders, Stalin communist executive orders, tyrant dictator executive orders, who doesn't care about Congress and rules without even involving Congress. And last but not least, Chinese executive orders. They might as well be ordered by China, by President Xi of China, because he owns Biden, clearly. And the one that's the funniest has got to be this ban of using the word China virus. How is it even possible that President Biden, the President of the United States, banned the use of the term China virus? Can you imagine how absurd this is? How owned by China he is or how bribed or blackmailed by China he is? Just incredible. And then each of the other uh, planks of the executive orders, all of them, could have been written by China to destroy the American economy. I'm telling you, this guy is completely owned by China and the goal of everyone around Biden is uh, the destruction of the U.S. economy and U.S. power and make us a third-world, third-rate country and give China the leadership of the world. It's very clear in every one of these executive orders. But the big one is you can't use the word China virus. Can you imagine an executive order that bans the use of China virus? Uh, Chicago, speaking of I told you so, Chicago police say 23 shot, four dead during another violent weekend in Chicago. I, someone's got to explain to me, first of all, why is everyone shooting people black and why is everyone getting shot black? I mean, why aren't black people happy in a city run by only Democrats for like 70 years and only and now a black Democrat? Why are you so unhappy? Why are black people so unhappy if the city's run by a black Democrat? And before that, uh, you know, a Democrat who was chief of staff to Obama. Why are you so unhappy? And the answer is because Democrats ruin your lives. And create nothing but misery and malaise. And so your life sucks and Chicago sucks. And uh, everyone's selling drugs and dealing drugs and buying drugs to escape the reality of life in Chicago. Democrats don't make life better for black people. It's that simple. And so electing Joe Biden president is like taking Chicago and making the whole country Chicago. Not good. And, And by the way, where's BLM? Where is Black Lives Matter when black people are killing black people in a black genocide on the streets of Chicago? Where's BLM? Not a single march ever on behalf of kids getting shot in their own homes by stray bullets and gang warfare. Where is Black Lives Matter? Of course, it proves Black Lives Matter is nothing but a fraud. Speaking of fraud, Stacey Abrams nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize for the Georgia election system. Can you imagine? for stuffing Georgia ballot boxes with questionable votes. Let me say this. Wayne Root's an opinion guy. This is an opinion show. It's my opinion that Stacey Abrams, who's a public figure, is a con woman. It's my opinion. It's my opinion 
that she doesn't deserve a Nobel Peace Prize. It's my opinion she stole Georgia. Along with her buddies, the Republican Governor Kemp and the Republican Secretary of State Raffensperger, they must have all gotten rich. I'm sure Kemp and Raffensperger must feel slighted for being ignored by the Nobel Peace Prize system. Only Stacey Abrams gets a Nobel Peace Prize. And she gets a major assist from her sister. They should have named the sister Judge Leslie Gardner, who blocked the Board of Elections from keeping more than tar- uh, thousands of targeted voters from casting ballots in the U.S. Senate election. They live out of the jurisdiction in which they were registered. They should be illegal votes in Georgia. She said she can't eliminate them. So, you know, she's such a civil rights crusader. Sorry, but Martin Luther King was a civil rights crusader, and he didn't try and steal elections with fake ballots. is Wayne Allen Root, raw and unfiltered, coming to you live from Las Vegas and broadcast across the country on USA Radio Network. Now, back to war. All right, Wayne Allen Root, otherwise known as the warrior, the root, the root, the root's on fire. What a day. A lot of news. Trying to cram it all in. Trump rules is my book. Trump rules as in the idea that Donald Trump has some incredible rules that will help you be more successful in life. It is the winner's guide to business and personal success. It is not a political book. One of my few non-political books. It is only about the rules that I think made Donald Trump the biggest winner, the top 10 rules that made Trump the biggest winner in the history of business and billionaires and real estate and branding and celebrity and TV and book deals, the art of the deal and celebrity apprentice. And of course, politics. He's an amazing guy. And uh, win or lose in this election, he's still one of the most amazing men to ever walk this earth. One of the most interesting and controversial men to ever walk this earth. And his rules could shape your life and change your life as they have mine. That's my book, Trump Rules by Wayne Allyn Go to Amazon or Barnes & Noble. It's been a number one bestseller. <clears throat> On and off for three months. Check it out, Trump Rules. We've got our guest here. So it's Krissa Lenzo, Executive Director of Harvard and Technology, former NASDAQ reporter. Krissa, Wayne Alarud, how are you? Doing well. Thank you so much for having me. So I want to talk about the GameStop story because to me it reminds me of the election. It reminds me of everything going on in America today. The fact that the little guy gets screwed every single time. Little guy gets a baseball bat to the knees and, uh, and, and rich people just keep getting richer. And little guys at these chat rooms at places like Reddit were recommending that people buy a certain stock, several stocks, including GameStop, which is the big one, and AMC was the second one, and uh, but several others too. And people bought them, and that destroyed all these gigantic billion-dollar hedge funds that had a short on these stocks, and it caused a short squeeze, as they call it. And some of these companies are like on the verge of going out of business or on the verge of going bankrupt. And they need big infusions of, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars or billions to avoid going broke. And they're mad and they try to stop little guys from even buying the stock of GameStop, GameStop and, and AMC. The whole thing is, is a bizarre story. But I'm not a Wall Street guy. I'm a political guy. So I want to make sure I got the story right. The general details, the general direction of what I just gave you is kind of the story, right? It's the little guy against the big guy. 
You are exactly right. It is the little guy against the big guy. It is the David against the Goliath. It is exactly similar to what we've even been seeing in big, you know, big tech with respect to Google and Amazon taking down Parler because they don't want competition from outside sources with, with Twitter. It's, again, the insiders, these people who are billionaires all colluding, and the little guys say, enough, enough. It's time to let populist rule. And this was seen in the case of GameStop when Citadel, which actually is in many ways a clearinghouse for Robin Hood, prevented the, the trades um, from being executed on the flip side. And Citadel was one of the companies to actually bail out Melvin Capital, which is the head, one of the hedge funds you mentioned, which really took a beating. So Did, a wait, let, let me of, interrupt. Didn't Melvin Capital lose a half of their value in the month of January? That is correct. And I, 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 here's a question. Here's a question from a guy who's not a Wall Street guy. <clears throat> I don't understand how a billion-dollar company could be that much at risk on one short on just one stock that they could lose half the capitalization of their whole company or half the assets of their whole company when they're only up against a bunch of little guys at Reddit. How did the little guys destroy the billionaire? Well, that's the beauty of this story in many ways is that this company Melvin Capital, this firm, really was just not equipped to, to deal with their short positions. And they, in many ways, they shouldn't even have, you know, had this short. Um, a, a lot of the times with shorts, people are just betting on companies to go down. There really is no correlation between the value of the actual company and what these hedge funds are doing. And that's the problem with GameStop, too. 250,000 people work at GameStop. They're betting against this company. Yes. Sometimes shorts are based on the fundamental value of these companies, but oftentimes it's just a group of hedge funds, again, you know, oftentimes colluding together to push these companies into the ground for their own benefit, for their own gain. And this is what the little guys, the Reddit users, who I call the real wolves of Wall Street, are saying enough, enough. And we are also market movers and we can fight back. Unfortunately, a lot of the times they're not big enough to fight back. And this is happening again with silver. We saw the price of silver skyrocket because a lot of people on Reddit, silver jumped 11.5%. A lot of people on Reddit are saying, buy silver, buy silver. All these hedge funds are short silver. Again, this could be a real movement in the stock market. And this might be the beginning of what's to come with how people are actually exerting control and market making. And again, going against the big hedge fund managers who don't have their interests at heart, that's for sure. Yeah, we keep talking about shorts, 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 and all I can think of my mind is that uh, all these hedge funds took it in the shorts. <laughs> it's uh, it's exactly. kind of, it's kind of just desserts. I mean, I think you know. Look, I'm a big conservative and a big capitalist, so you would not think that I'd be on the side of the little guy, and right. you think I'd be on the side of the hedge fund. It's not true. First of all, I'm a little guy. I may be a capitalist, but I'm a son of a butcher. My dad owned a little butcher store. I owned a little, you know, basically radio show, national radio show, but it's it's basically my radio show, and and I treat it as my business and I own several other small businesses. I'm one of the little guys. I may not be poor. No one claims I'm poor, but I'm sure not a guy who makes millions a year and I'm sure not a guy worth a billion dollars. They don't manage a billion dollars. So I feel like these guys are the Goliaths and, and uh, you know, in my opinion, this is a country that's starting to screw over small businessmen like me and starting to screw over the middle class. Not starting. They're really in the middle of a major screw over the middle class and and people are getting screwed over by the rich, the super rich getting richer. 
And this is a great yeah. example of that. And, and Robin Hood, that name suggests they'd be on the side of little guy. But Robin Hood took sure. the side of the billion dollar hedge funds. Why? So the reason why Robin Hood took the side of the billion dollar billion dollar hedge funds is because Robin Hood actually, in fact, pays, Citadel, in fact, pays Robin Hood for the privilege to trade. And that's why this is so problematic, because Citadel is on both sides of Robin Hood. Not only are they paying Robin Hood, they're also bailing out Melvin Capital and some of these other companies. Let's, let's remember, Robin Hood has already been charged back in December of last year with misleading their financial customers in terms of their duty to satisfy best execution. That's the terminology. They were fined $65 million, which for them is pittance. It's pay to play pretty much. But the SEC already caught them doing this. So the fact that they keep doing it again is, is a red flag. And it's a sign that maybe there's more to this story. The SEC should definitely be investigating a lot of you know, the, the SDNY, you know, folks there are looking into this. And this could be a unifying issue. Elizabeth Warren is calling them out. AOC is calling them out. People on the right are calling them out. Unfortunately, the left, yet again, tends to polarize issues like this. But they, this could be a chance to unify the country and say, look, enough's enough. The populace should win. And so far, we haven't seen it, but hoping that they will win ultimately, because that's in the best interest of our country. I'm a little guy, too. And it's that we're all fed up with the way these elites are treating us and has having to do with big tech too. I w- I'm head of Harvard in tech. The way Jack Dorsey treated the president of the United States was abominable. He's sitting there in a private island. I, I heard that he's sitting from his island telling people that he is essentially, you know, not only going to charge, take down the accounts uh, that are causing violence, but the potential for violence. And that's what we saw with the James O'Keefe, I, I don't know, you know, if your view, listeners are familiar, but with James O'Keefe, yes, Project, Project Veritas, Project yeah, Veritas, of course. Yes. There, there, he was the one who got Jack Dorsey on tape saying these things, as well as his, you know, top executives saying he's going to take down anyone who is coming forward with the potential of violence. You and I know that's basically any message that they don't deem reputable on their site, they're going to take down because, again, this is bigger than Trump. This is everyone and it's a slope because yeah it's not any message that they deem uh undesirable to them it's conservative messages automatically and that's what it means conservative messages because they hate trump and they hate anyone who supports trump Uh, let me ask you this chris two things first of all uh update me on what happened today do you have an update on gamestop and amc and also i saw silver went to the roof today i'm up almost eight percent but what about gamestop and amc did they continue their going up or no so GameStop and AMC basically are, you know, still trying to tread water um, with where they were previously. I mean, the, the stock itself since January 11th, um, it soared more than a thousand percent. But then again, because of the short selling and the issues with, with how Robinhood got involved, we're back to where they initially were. And the hedge funds are having problems with it. And pe- many are saying even you know, some speculation is out there. The reason why silver jumped 11.5% to its highest in eight years now, um, going back to 2013, is because they're trying to potentially divert attention away from GameStop. Um, That's an argument that's being made. I don't know if it's founded, but that's what many people on these Reddit boards are saying, that the hedge funds are actually the ones to say, go long silver, 
divert attention away from GameStop, divert attention away from AMC. And this is another um, just red herring for what has already happened. And, and that's scary because these chat rooms are very, as you know, viral and who knows who's involved in them too. That's something that we should look at as well. Who is involved in these chat rooms? I agree, the little guys should prevail, but maybe today it was another uh, person got involved with this silver trade because it's out of control the way silver is skyrocketing right now. All right, we got to run the music's on. I would love to have gotten into this one and, and maybe you'll let my uh, producer know when we head to the break if you've got any information on this one, which is, is GameStop even a good stock or is it really skyrocketing because the little guys are buying it without really knowing what they're getting into and it's a crappy stock and that's why the smart guys at the hedge funds were selling it short because they know that it's a bad stock. But the little guys said, screw them. Let's buy it and drive them out of business. That's great. I don't mind that. But is GameStop even a good stock in the first place or is it losing money? We'll be right back. Wayne Allen Root. Thank you, Chris. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.